the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and uh, Dr. Jerry Parsons. And uh, your questions when you give us a call at 210-308-8867. I don't see Jerry over there. No, no, no. no. See, let me, let me see where I'm going with this. So okay. when, you're, um, when you're running a little late, so what we do is, I don't know if you're listening or not, uh, so we'll say, you know, you'll make a statement. Jerry will make a statement, and we'll say, now, Calvin, you know, don't say anything if you agree with that. So this is your chance to do that back. You want to? Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can, uh, I don't know, is the image and manage fight still going on? There used to be a fight between image and manage between you two. and. Uh, no, I think they've. Now, they now there's like it? there's like six or seven different <laughs> okay. formulas that. Okay. So you can. Uh, the you know we argued over the the general products, which was a f- most effective in specific instances. Now, there, now there's a product for every specific instance. So. But uh, okay, well cool. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, Jerry's on his way, uh, running a little late. I didn't see his. Uh, yeah, I was kind of. I would have noticed if they had announced that Jerry is lost and anybody that knows where he's supposed to be going <laughs> no we he is one year older than i am you know i know that year can make a difference yeah. so uh, all right you give us a call at 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 the number to call to be a part of the show um let's see so um trying to think what's going on in oh oh i will tell you uh we've got some uh well they're advertised but uh, uh we still have good a good selection of poinsettias left and i was told earlier that they're 50 percent off uh on the poinsettias and we'll find out i think the christmas boutique there's trace he'll he'll hear this and he'll ears his ears will perk up and he'll come walking over here with a fast gate uh we'll see if that happens can you, you see him over there Trace? Yeah, he's over uh, now, by the end I of don't cycle. see anybody with the fast gate moving. No, no. <laughs> but what I did find out earlier was that a lot of folks uh, are coming in and they're getting the gift cards. Um, That's good. Yeah, so while uh, maybe you're dreading uh, going to the mall 
or going to uh, going shopping, come on over to Millburgers. The traffic is light. Uh, there's there's people here, but not a lot, uh, and so uh, plenty of parking and plenty of staff. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, if you've been thinking about getting a gift card uh, for someone uh, who's a gardener in your world, this is a perfect day to do it. And if you just want to uh, get it done, Millburgers could still mail it too. You could call in, but I don't know that it would get there by Christmas. So, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, come on by. Uh, they've sold a lot today, so a lot of folks are doing that. Um, and and uh, great gift see, idea. See the cyclamen too. Oh uh, yeah, man, that's spectacular. The uh, every color you can think of, and uh, they very really look good. Uh, that's the best. Uh, you know, if you use them for an indoor plant, that's the uh, most uh, economical. I mean, that's a great five dollar. What is it? Four eighty eight. Four eighty eight. For uh, a plant that will I'll grow, will, check. will bloom and bloom and bloom inside. Of course, we use them mostly now for uh, a winter blooming plant, and they'll bloom until the weather gets warm. But you can, uh, but we've moved them inside at that point uh, in past years, and they'll they'll continue to gain size and they'll uh, keep blooming. So they're a real spectacular plant for that reason, and they're inexpensive. Uh, we got the Phalaenopsis orchids. Yeah. Another good present. And uh, long, blooming, easy to take care of. And then your poinsettia that you, may, you mentioned, too. Well, the poinsettias and still the boutique has lots of good stuff, too. Um, so we encourage you to come on by. You'll find something for someone uh, here at Millburgers. And lots of uh, beautiful things. You know, this is, uh, okay, there are some clouds in the sky, but this is... Uh, why we live in South Texas. So it's, is this the first day of winter or the second day of winter? 21st. So last, yesterday was the winter solstice. So does that make it the first day? I think it's some, yeah, at some point. So we are now at winter, officially. Winter has come. Gosh, no. Yeah, let me zip up my coat. Yeah, uh, yeah, you wouldn't know it. Uh, I got my sleeves rolled up. Uh, I'm willing to bet that sometime before today we'll see somebody walking around Mill Burgers and shorts. Uh, the sun is out. It feels good. Uh, but yeah, it's a beautiful day. And are your? Uh, I mentioned it last week, but I don't think you you were sure. Our Belinda's dream, mine is, uh, is still. It's still got new growth and red growth on it. Yeah, a little bit of red growth on it. Uh, looks it looks pretty good. No bloom, so mine don't. But you're and you got. I know you got a grandma's yellow that is bloom. Oh bloom. my goodness, yeah. And now I have. Um, I have people who live out of state that want one. Oh, is that I don't right? know if you can do that. Can you do that? How do I? I don't. It's, yeah, we generally we're worried more about those coming into state. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what the, the attitude and the laws are in terms of. Uh, I'll have to do some research. But yeah, people who saw that picture is it beautiful rose? My goodness, I'm surprised I grew it. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, uh, Laura grew it. Yeah, Laura really takes. Oh, well, I, gets the I, credit. I guess you get. You both get the share credit. She just made the decisions, and you did the. I did the work. She yeah. made the decision. We're going to move it. No, I don't think we need to move it, hon. I think it's going to be okay. Just give it another year. It's been three years. We're moving it. I don't know. We're moving it. Okay, hon. And uh, yeah, now it's doing great. So. I did uh, some filming with uh, Adam at uh-huh. KSAT, and we were talking about uh, winter time, and we did onions and uh, spinach and oranges. A uh, Steve Brown's orange that he planted by seed uh, yielded, yielded, and uh, gosh, they're good, tasty oranges. 
look good, good color, very nice plant. And then I got one of the uh, Adams thermometers. I guess he's uh, the the new new weatherman at KSAT. And, yeah. Uh, well, his big deal is he makes these handmade thermometers. Really? Yeah. So I made you one. Is this a so Christmas? Made me gift? one as a Christmas gift, and we filmed it. Yeah. Very nice. So, uh, so we're uh, proceeding. And uh, oh, his tomato plant didn't get. We, you know, that plant we uh, planted in uh, memory of Steve Brown didn't get frozen even. <laughs> Can you phrase it a little differently? Sounds... He's still. I mean, Steve's going strong. Yeah. Know? How about an honor? Yeah. Uh, that just sounds a little better and doesn't sound as final, you know? Okay, anyway. Yes, in honor and you, memory. You heard that Steve called Yeah. to correct our weather. I think I, Steve's he, probably going to call to correct the fact that it sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> why are you doing things in memory of me? Don't just add you if you want to. You know, I'm well, here. He's, he's retired. He may be moving on to a second career, but he's... He's retired from the one we most know him from. That, I guess that's true. So uh, it's, it's the... <laughs> well, we'll do. It's, it's, you know, we, if Jerry hadn't showed up pretty soon, we would have yeah. done something in memorial to him, too. But Can you do like this? It sounds like this. So the so this Steve Brown Memorial Tomato is still going. Uh, is that what it's called? Is that Which, which tomato variety did you pick? We, I guess we could have said uh, we planted a tomato... In honor of Steve Brown, and that's not a. I like a, honor a little better. Yeah, I just. What, uh, what tomato do you think we planted? Tycoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. The one that Steve, uh, I remember it so well, like it was yesterday. Steve just he wouldn't grow anything else. Ah, good old Steve. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, no, you are making it sound like it's a memorial. Uh, you know the, the the winter sun. You were talking about the winter uh-huh. solstice. It moves in the sky. Yes, it does. So now the uh, I hear that the, the KSAT garden does uh-huh. not get the sun that it used to. Oh no! You know the, the, they when they uh, planted and pruned all the trees so that there's this lane of sun that comes. Yeah. In. Of course the 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 uh, the uh, position in the sky has moved. Uh, due south, and so it's just blocked by these live oaks. So it, that, but that's will, just for the winter, right? Yeah, just for so the winter. The spring, okay. And so far, it's affected. Uh, are you growing it in a container? Or are you growing it in a? Uh, no, it's raised beds. Oh, so you can't move it to get more sun. Okay. Not at this point, you know. But we're looking at a uh, expanded Kaysad garden now. Oh, very cool. cool. They've got some really nice spots that would uh, would do well. Steve would have liked that. Yep. <laughs> 210 he doesn't call now. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Did you see my grandma's yellow rose yet? I did. I did the picture you sent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite proud of it. Well, we would never have guessed. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, so anyway. Uh, I'm that bud didn't freeze. Yeah, that is kind of weird. And it, it just looks very happy. It's a rich, rich yellow. I don't know what to compare it to. Um, I'm trying to look for a similar flower or something. Or, but Well, that's why it was so noticeable. And that's what Jerry, Jerry and his yeah, team, about it. team were looking for a rose, a real yellow rose. Yeah, it's 
It's real yellow. There's no, no green. It's not a cream yellow. Right. It's not a butter yellow. It's a hitch in the f- slap your face yellow. Right. Slap your mama yellow. That's what the well, that would be a great name for a rose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. What do you got going on? Uh, just l- reading the newspaper, trying to catch up. I got caught in Christmas traffic. Oh no! I was wondering. Somebody yeah, had for our presents, uh-huh. or they're in the truck, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now Milton made that inquiry about uh, Christmas presents. Never followed up on that, did he? I think you misinterpreted that. Oh, uh, yes, I was. I, it was more for presents that we could recommend to our well, listeners. We could talk not, about rather yeah, than not, you actually get us. Anything. I'm afraid so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, we, a, that's heartbreaking. I heard, <laughs> I heard y'all talking about so many people getting gift certificates. Yeah, they're getting the gift cards here today. I'm going to get some too. Oh, cool! Yay! Yeah, they're nice. They're nice to receive too. Uh, yeah. Because you. Uh, well, gosh, every every weekend we're here. There's something mm. that we'd love would fit into our landscapes, uh, and uh, then we can get them when we when we got the time to plant them, or, mm-hmm. or yeah. if we're going to be in, in town, or when they're when they're the ideal time to plant. Yeah, that's the key, I think. And and you know, we always get questions. This is the way I think about it: is there's a gardener in your world, and they want something, and so. But maybe they want something that Millburgers and other nurseries don't have during this season. They'll have it in a couple of weeks, or they'll get them when spring is here. So they can use the gift card then and get what they want. And, you know, I don't know. They may want, uh, oh, the fruit trees, which will be in in a couple of weeks. Oh, they may need a spring fertilizer. Yeah, there you go. How much is spring Spring, fertilizer? it's just... We were just trying to determine if it just turned today. It's the first day of winter. Winter. Yeah, it's the first day of winter. So what we got three months to wait before spring comes. I'll, I'll take it. I see Calvin and I have our coats yeah. on. Yeah, y'all do. I have my sweatshirt on. He has his sweatshirt on. I, t- I, I, t- I, t- t- I did roll down the sleeves. No shorts. No. no but shorts. I bet we see shorts tonight. Huh? But before the day is over, we will see shorts in the nursery. Oh, yeah. I slid my jacket off, Jerry. Got about halfway and then felt the cool air and so it's back on. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, Milton's right, though. It is a beautiful, beautiful day. And a little later, when the sun's been out a little while, it's going to be spectacular. And like y'all were talking, the poinsettia is a 50% off. Mm-hmm. So that's a good deal. I don't yeah, know. that is a good deal because they were well-priced to begin with, and now at 50% off if you want to get one because people are coming to the house or just to give as nice little gifts. Yeah, uh, when you're making your little uh, Christmas rounds. Yeah, they'd, they'd the, be perfect. Going to see Grandma and Grandpa with their grandkids. Yeah, that's what I gave uh, my volunteers. All my volunteers oh, that was nice. And uh, I took some to my daughter who's having a Christmas party tonight. Yep. Oh, cool. So, so she decorated the house with them. Did yeah. she invite you? Yeah, oh. she may she makes me come. Oh, <laughs> well, you got I'm not a party girl. That's yeah. a spirit. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I noticed Neil's got a r- little write up about uh, 
too late to plant uh, larkspur seed. I don't think that's right. That's crazy. I'm pulling pulling it out <laughs> in, in handfuls. I'm weeding uh, my stocks and uh, oh and yeah, snapdragons. And just scattering the seed as you go, huh? Well, no, I'm. Of course, the, the larkspur transplants are everywhere. I mean, the no, the, the naturalized seedlings. seedlings are there. So I just kind of identify a few that stay, and then everything else goes out because they'll be coming up. Oh yeah, all all winter. Yeah, another two months. You, you know, I could I could pull every one of them out and, and for two months and still have a good yeah. showing. Down here, if we have a hard freeze, your large per seedlings may burn back a little bit, but there's always something to take their place, like you say. Yeah, they're they're a, a good addition uh, to. Uh, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna write about them in a couple of weeks. Uh, Larkspur, along with uh, that new poppy that's out there, Greg Grant's. Is it Greg Grant poppy? Yes. Yeah. Well, why are you? Tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it? No, you don't like it. I don't it? know. He's rolling his eyes. Uh, no, he's not. He's, I'm not going to mention. He's rolling his eyes with enthusiasm for the Greg Grant. Well, I'm going to. That's a Rodriguez deal. David Rodriguez and uh, Greg Grant came up. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I thought I'd write a uh, combine the the Larkspurs and uh, the Blue Bonnet seedlings, uh, uh, transplants, and the and the because uh, it's kind of a uh, they they put together a cute little story about the mm-hmm. about the uh, plant, the poppies. Because I, I like poppies a lot. Oh, yeah. They're pretty. And they recede, too, after yeah. you plant them. Oh, yeah. Now, they're a little... Te- I've, I've found they're a little temperamental. I mean, they can be spectacular one year, and then they'll cork in the weather, and yeah. you get nothing the next year. And then back they are. Uh, but Yeah, yeah. They, have, they drop a lot of seed. They recede quite a bit. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Let's take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control right here in San Antonio, your web of protection since 1976. These guys have been helping San Antonio homeowners and businesses uh, remain pest-free. And the thing I mentioned about businesses is important because um, while you may find it a nuisance to have roaches or ants or may find it more than a nuisance. Or you uh, may to, love them like Jerry. Yeah, Jerry does embrace no. the roaches. I don't know about the ants. Do you embrace the ants? No. You hate the ants. These roaches are your friends. Well, I don't hate them. Oh. He doesn't hate anything anymore. He does. He's, That's right. He's changed. He's just a big love fest. <laughs> um, but the... Uh, a uh, big the, fest, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, folks with have restaurants or businesses, uh, they have to rely on someone uh, because their livelihood. Uh, oh, man, there's nothing to, worse than when you have a dish when a cockroach runs across the Yeah, the floor or room. up the wall. Yeah. I've seen that as well. well. They clearly don't have Spider-Man pest control because uh, I have heard from a number of businesses that use Spider-Man, and they love them. And sometimes it's a case where uh, Spider-Man came in after other people and other pest control companies and helped them to uh, get rid of them when the other companies couldn't do it. So uh, if you're looking for a pest control company next year, call Spider-Man Pest Control, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. They're good communicators, yeah. and, they, and they take the time to... 
to figure out what it is you want and what your Milton uh, does a good job of, of t- describing this. Yeah. Uh, whether you want organic controls or you want the most effective available control. Yeah, or, they'll work with you. Yep. GhostSpiderManPest.com or GhostSpiderManPest.com is the website. We're going to take a quick break. We'll talk to Trace right after this break. Find out what's happening at the nursery on 930 a.m. The Answer. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, PAXFinancialGroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. One of the few things I learned in physics was that nature abhors a vacuum. That's why I'm concerned about President Trump's unilateral decision to pull all 2,200 U.S. forces out of Syria. He says we've defeated ISIS and declared victory. The problem is ISIS and other terrorist outfits will regroup, and you can bet Iran and Russia will take advantage of the vacuum. Turkey wants to eliminate the Kurds, who we trained, and genocide could result with no U.S. forces to protect them. George W. Bush declared victory over Iraq, and that didn't turn out well. President Obama unilaterally ordered U.S. forces out of Iraq, and chaos resulted. Yes, I think we're overextended to the world, but what we don't understand is that this is a religious war. If you pay attention to the sermons of mullahs in the region and read and watch their media, they see all those outside their faith and some inside as infidels whom their God wants destroyed. That's the kind of enemy we're facing, different from any we have ever fought. The war won't be over for a very long time, if ever. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. So if you're thinking of, uh, of good, uh, got some good questions or things that are happening in your gardening world, you can give us a call. If you want to talk about the new year and maybe some ideas that you have, you can give us a call. Uh, if you want some gift ideas, we'll be happy to help you. Trace uh, went to check on something, uh, so we'll have him back in just a moment. 
But our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We'll mention that uh, Mill Burgers, I'm sure Trace will cover this too, but uh, the poinsettias are on sale uh, for half off. That's all of them while supplies last. Uh, the um, decorations at the boutique that they have are also 50% off, and that includes yard art uh, while supplies last. And they've got some fun things for that. Uh, we've got pansies on sale for 98 cents. And uh, Calvin mentioned the cyclamen. They're on sale. And, boys, they're a great selection. And there are colors that you're not going to see in other places, too. So if you want uh, the, the right price and the best-looking cyclamen that you're going to find in the city and a wide variety of colors, then you need to come over here to Millburgers. Right. Uh, 488 in the four-and-a-half-inch pot. Well, I went out there and... Uh uh, there's uh, some uh, family of youngsters were l- looking for fragrances out there. Oh, okay. And they they were like me. They didn't find any fragrance in the uh, cyclamen, although some folks say that the white ones, Trace is an advocate of the white ones having a fragrance. But I send them over to the stocks. Now, there you can't there miss you the <laughs> fragrance. But, yeah, the kids were just, it was. they were trying to pick which color they wanted. It was bad as... In the old days, the Christmas tree. Yeah, because there's there's lots of selection, there's, I, and there are lots of pretty colors too. Well, for a while there, I was mixing the colors, but that then I just uh, I kind of latched onto that purple. I find that that one lasts very well all through the winter, and it's easier if you get. Or I think it's more spectacular if you have one color on a plant like that. But uh, of course, there's always a good argument for the red and the white together mm-hmm. you know, they really look good and that's what they've did downtown they do the red and the white which is real Christmassy Linda is on the line at 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 Linda how you doing today welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas I'm doing just great I have a question about Calvin's um, article in the paper but first I wanted to report that about a half an hour ago I got buzzed by a hummingbird in the backyard Oh wow! So wow! Still they think it's spring. Now, are they Rufus hummingbirds? Uh, I knew you were going to ask, and all I can tell you is, I'm pretty sure it was female. She was small and she was fast. Yeah. So I made I sure would I be, changed my. Yeah, I'd be. I'd be. I'd probably guess that it'd be Rufus hummingbirds, especially that if she looks d- distinctly smaller than what you're used to. Well, she was they, checking uh, out all of the regular bushes first, you know, where the, uh-huh. the Duranto was and, and things like that, and uh, checking out Turk's cap, and she wasn't happy with anything because most mm. of it. Uh, <laughs> well, she may back. she may be back, you know, because they Well, she went they to re- see her after that. Oh, good. So, oh, good. They realize that they're the toughest hummingbird on the block, so if they pick one, something, everybody else better move out because they're going to be dominating that uh, feeder or those plants. Well, that's good yes, to hear. I haven't I'll, seen one for a while. Yeah, I I just been I had normally I have two out and I reduced it to one, but uh, I still change it at least once a week, and so I was glad to see her today. But good. my question is about uh, in the under the little dig in now section. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. If, yeah, it's, it, your name's on the byline. Uh, you had the. Um, article about check your citrus for scale insects i have had it in the past i don't seem to have any this year but you were talking about spraying with dormant oil 
The one question I have is, do you do that after you've removed all of the fruit? Oh, yeah, I think I, 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 think I would do it after. Fruit on my tree, I don't uh, think it really makes a difference. It won't hurt because you peel the fruit. Yeah. But, uh, well, sometimes I gen- I gen- I, yeah, I, gen- I generally think of it because uh, quite often it's uh, end of February, I mean, end of January and February when we get it done. But the problem is if you forget about it, you know, suddenly we're into, uh, into the new season. And then also you're, Jerry keeps reminding us, too, that the dormant oil works wonders on hiding a- aphids and scale and everything, but it's not. Not too swell on pansies or other, other flowers. Yeah, anything green under the tree you want to cover. Oh, well, I dug these are on the side of my house, and the only thing I have is citrus. So. Yeah. Okay, that's good. good. Well, I noticed uh, I noticed uh, just l- this last week that how, how much scale I had on some of my uh, citrus. Uh, that's something you notice when the, the, the freeze defoliated mm-hmm. them. My goodness, I said, how could I have been missing this? I did like, not. Like, like it was I, a I dusting. I only got maybe six inches nipped back on the very top of the trees, and that was it. Huh. I've got well, a, I I've had really good lemon and uh, satsuma production. Oh, that's now good. Now we've got cool. the calamundin. <laughs> yeah. What, calamundo. What, what are you using it for? The calamundin for? <laughs> Absolutely I've got a tree nothing. full of it. I don't know what to use it for. It's, it's growing in the back. It's. It's in a race with my bay laurel to see which one gets higher, and they're both about fifteen to twenty feet. So that's oh, one of uh, that's one of Jerry's old ones. Yeah, and it and it they were my husband had planted them too close. We we keep hearing people talk about the bay laurel being a bush. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm ready to cut it down and start over a little farther away. No. Uh. Yeah. But. Yeah, so that's it's a good it's a good idea to do dormant oil every year on the on the citrus because the they'll sneak up on you and then you well, you I'll do reduce wait till I take the fruit off though. Oh yeah, I think that's the easiest. I don't think there's any health reason no. you'd have to do that, but uh we just think in those terms. The part part of it is you're trying to get a coverage of every square inch of uh, stem and trunk, and so if you got like a, a grapefruit tree loaded with fruit, yeah, it's blocking. It makes it very hard to get your dormant oil on there. Well, the foliage so, is so thick right now. Uh, like I oh, said, I only lost a couple. Braggart, of braggart. <laughs> well, I so you didn't lose anything, no foliage or anything in the freeze, huh? No, I've. Like I said, about six inches on a couple of the topmost branches, and I do uh-huh. try to keep it trimmed down to a, about six to seven feet on both of them. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I've had my Meyer lemon in the ground, and except for that one year where we went down to, what, 10? That's been quite a few years ago. Uh-huh. I had a little bit of damage then, but uh, never killed it. And it's on the south side of your house. And and it is in a, you know, the strip between my house and the fence. And uh, so I've got about 10 feet there, and it's, uh-huh. they're doing great. Jerry, Jerry, that's where your satsuma is, too. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, well, what's, that, that, I, what satsuma do you have? 
they weren't putting it on the label at the time that we got it. Uh, I got it probably right about a couple of years after we put in uh, Changsha, and I finally oh, okay. took that. I took that out. I decided, you know, this Satsuma is so good, and I am not going to fight those <laughs> seeds. So we took just, the tree down. Just think of all that fiber you good, de- good, you're good, denying good. yourself. You did good from the Changsaw, you know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, or the spitting. The kids like to spit the seed out. Oh no, that was my husband that did that. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah. So anyway, thank you for the information. Uh, Thanks, Jerry, Linda. Thanks you for enjoy calling. Your party, and all of you enjoy your Christmas <laughs> holiday. <laughs> oh, you know he will. All okay. Right. Thanks, Linda. Thanks, Linda. Thank you you take care. Bye bye. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight. 8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Thanks for, oh, hey, listen, this is kind of coming up under upcoming events. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to start talking about that or no? Um, sure. Okay. So, you've. Uh, do we have any more Christmas trees? We do not have any... Christmas trees that are cut. We still oh, have okay. some living Christmas trees. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's some Deodora seed. Or yeah, those are really nice. Some yeah. really pretty ones. Um, are those still on sale, or are they just for sale? Uh, in-store special, yes. Good, okay. That's kind of cool. So if you bought your Christmas tree at Mill Burgers, or if you bought your Christmas tree even someplace else, uh, after the holidays, you're probably wondering, what do I do with it? Or you're saying I'd I'd rather do something that was kind of green and recycling and and good for the... Environmentally appropriate. Right. Well, Millburgers has a solution for you. Yes, we do. Tell us, Trace. All right. So, uh, as Milton mentioned, even if you didn't buy your Christmas tree from here, you are welcome to bring it in and we are a drop-off point. Uh, Please undecorate it. Please take the stands and lights off of it. I know that sounds funny, but it happens every year. Uh, and we will get that tree ground up and reused in, uh, in either our ball and burlap or in a landscape somewhere. That way it did not go to waste. And as a thank you, we're going to give you a coupon that's good for 20% off your purchase from, what's the date on that? It's too small for me to read. Oh, uh, let's see. Jan- starting through, through 13. Okay. Through the January 2 through 13. So okay, through so the end of February. That's the drop off. And then yeah. the coupon is good. It looks like through the 28th. I'll, hold on. Well, we're going to make it to the end of February, no matter what it says. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, through the end of February. Uh, I was going to try to enlarge it, and I don't know how to run my computer. So uh, We won't hold that against you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, so that's and, – and we'll start seeing them uh, probably, yeah, I guess as early as the second, but really about that second week, the truckload after truckload of people will bring those Christmas trees back. Yes, and, they will. And um, for that 20% off thing. And it's a nice, and it's. Uh, uh, it coincides with a lot of the plants showing oh, up. Oh, yeah. At That's the nursery, too. Yeah, the turtles will start rolling in. And then also explain that because we've had some questions in the past. There we go. Uh, 28th, February All 28th. Right. You get good eyes. Uh, any regularly priced merchandise purchase, good for one purchase. And so is that one item or one purchase? That's one purchase. So if I buy uh, 20 cyclamen 
It's twenty percent well, off though. Well, they're already on sale. So I know. Well, oh, they, well, let's okay. We'll pick another. Let's item. use uh, let's use fruit trees because we're fixing oh, to head that direction. Okay, so, so you buy. you could buy enough to make a small orchard, and yes. we're going to give you twenty percent off the entire purchase. Very good. Nice six nine x nice. That's 24. a good deal. All right, so we've been talking about some of the items that are on sale. Uh, poinsettias, still 50%. good selection. Of. Yep, great selection. And how's the? I didn't get to wander inside. So how is the uh, boutique looking? Uh, there's still stuff in there. Okay, and, good. Uh, that's fifty percent off too on the Christmas items. You bet. And yard art, fifty percent on the Christmas yard art. Christmas yard. Thank you for clarifying that. And let's see. And gift cards. Uh, we're selling <laughs> tons of them. It's uh-huh. like every second or third person getting a gift card, and the the. Uh, off number is buying a citrus tree. Oh. Lemons and limes by the dozens today. So that for that person, really, that's exciting. So uh, tell us a little bit about what kind of citrus you have. Uh, We have some lemons and limes left. We've got probably about eight or nine different types of satsuma oranges and some regular oranges. We've got some grapefruit, uh, and I think that's the extent of it. Okay. But a great selection in, in all of them. That's nice. There's so even that, some variegated lemons. So that one one poor guy that you challenged that was so happy he was going to be the only person who had ever thought of getting a citrus in the last week. Uh, apparently, yeah, he, is, <laughs> he is not alone. But many people are getting citrus, which is great. That's a nice gift. You said throughout the years you've noticed that the people like citrus for his, his Christmas it's, gifts. Uh, yes, most definitely. Um, well, what else is going on here at the nursery? Well, uh, there's lots of people picking out gift items uh, for for well for gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a gentleman in this morning, and we have a pretty good selection of kids' tools. Oh, and he left with a broom. He left with a rake. He left with a shovel, some hand uh. tools, <laughs> and a butterfly net. All right, and they uh. were all matching. Oh, how cool! That's a good pink. idea. Yeah, that's neat. Uh-huh. Very cool. Um, so are those the two best-selling yes, things? Yes, that was, that was uh, the two best. So that sounds like something you should get Laura. As, as Christmas gifts. Uh-huh. I mean, we Milton. still sell the pansies and uh-huh. cyclamen and strawberries. So? Yeah, well, she, you know, she's taken over the decision-making in your uh, yeah. garden. So, you know. A close third? Yes. Wind chimes. Oh, that makes sense, too. That seems to be one of your favorite things, wind chimes. I, they never go out of style. Yeah. There will always be wind. And people really Mills enjoy giving me the eyeball. Look. No, no, no. I'm scratching my eye. I think there's something in the air. And that's people, yeah, they were that's people now are going, don't scratch your eye. Uh, I was rubbing it, so I'll stop. So the, the reason I picked fruit trees as the example for mm-hmm. the, uh, the uh, coupon for 20% off is we will be having a fruit tree seminar conducted by David Rodriguez Thank on you. January 12th. From, uh, well, you hit it from me, 10.30 to... Oh, I'm sorry. 10.30 to noon. 10.30 to noon. The topic is growing a fruit orchard, a home fruit orchard. So he'll, he'll be here answering you know, simple questions from how to plant it to uh, more elaborate questions of how to prune, what to feed with, how to get the best production, and buddies. A lot of these things need buddies to oh. produce, so he'll be talking about that. And... Uh, Making sure that uh, if they buy an apple, that they have a buddy apple to uh, pollinate with it. And um, so that's on the 12th. Uh, it's free. 
no reservation, 1030 to noon. Uh, but does that also mean by the 12th that we'll have all of our fruit trees in or uh, most of them? We, well, we have a great selection now. Okay. Um, oh, good. We will be getting in some around that date. Um, I've got some grapes ordered that will come in before then, so we'll have a good selection of grapes. There's already blueberries out there. So we, we, we stocked up pretty good for the fall. Oh, and, good. Uh, so yeah, don't you remember in. when they got that shipment of yeah. no, no, I know that, all those recommended varieties? But I th- I still think, you know, I know that, that people were excited to, to get them in, uh, in the fall, but that means to me, too, that they're, they've been trained that this is the time of year that those fruit trees come in. So we've got a good selection still, and, and you'll be getting some more in. We will. Good. And uh, how are the... Uh, Oh, there was spinach was a question last week. There's spinach. I walked by the spinach. It looked good. Yeah, yeah it did. I've used it on uh, we filmed some uh, shows with Adam. We're on the KSAT 12, and the spinach looked good. And I, it was uh, the two-inch pea pots, and I told them they could use those or they could that soon there would be more four-inchers on the market. Right. And, and then these look, these two-inchers look Look like they could handle, you know, a lot of times. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, the first two inches that come out of the uh, nursery sometimes. Well, the uh, one out there now, you can you can cut them before you plant them and use them for salad. Yeah. Wow. They're big. <laughs> they are big. Cool. But they, they dry out. You got to, that's the thing about the two inches. You got to make sure you yeah. soak them and then water them every, every single day for a while. Uh, we still have the uh, strawberries? We do. Okay. Um, Sweet Anne, I believe. And that was festival. one of the fest, uh, festival, yeah. So another thing I just thought of that we've what? been selling uh, at least uh, handfuls of for Christmas gifts, pomegranate trees. Oh. So pomegranate years, what? Pomegranate trees. Oh, trees. Bushes, okay. trees with pomegranates. So lots of great ideas. And by the way, too, um, uh, I'm guessing that if someone comes in and says, okay, here's kind of what my gardener is doing now, maybe it's a relative or a friend or someone else, or they've got this, or they've got lots of shade. So someone here will talk you through what to get so that you're not getting the wrong thing for the uh, for someone. So they're getting a citrus, too. Yeah. Um, well, you think of you lemon. think of Mary, you think of Roger, you mm-hmm. think of Trace. Uh, the, just uh, you think dead. of everybody on the staff that's pretty capable of doing that. Of course, they all got different opinions too. You know. Well, that's that's gardening in general. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I almost always agree with Jerry, though. Uh, Jerry? Yeah, that's dangerous. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I have a question. You, you haven't known him for thirty-five years, like we have. Uh, I'm close to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a question on the poinsettias. Yes. I got this list early in the season. You did. Uh, They're all it, half that price now. This is half that price They now? are half of those listed prices that, that you have in your hand. And one thing we haven't mentioned is you can buy the pots undecorated or with foil and a bow already decorated, ready to sit down in the house. Yes. And... Uh, the foil, foil is, I guess, uh, what they call pot covers. Yeah, that's the preformed yeah, colored, pot covers. colored sleeves. And they're the ones, though, too, that you can just, when you do your weekend watering, you can just kind of slide those off, right? Right, you should. Yeah. Otherwise, you're yeah, uh, that, that going to sit in water. 
works pretty slick. And then uh, uh, I think uh, next week is that article that I wrote about him and uh, mentioned the ice cube. Did track. you? Oh, yeah. We hadn't talked about that this year. Yeah. It's just uh, most of us, most of us, when we get our poinsettias, we want to put them on the entry doorway or on the cabinet, and uh, it's hard to water them there. Yeah. Yes. So, so you uh, one one trick that Jerry and his, uh, I think his son worked on. Yeah. Uh, is to use the ice cubes to kind of a intermediate keep the soil moist. And you still have to do a big a weekend soaking, but that uh, ice cubes are just enough water to keep soil moist and not to get on, on the furniture. And, yeah. And so it works real slick. We got a... Uh, PlantAnswers.com's got a real rundown on that. There you go. And we can uh, talk about that in just a second, too, if you want. Do you want to talk about that after the break? No. No. Okay. <laughs> 210 We're going to take a quick break. Thank you for that, Mitch. Uh-huh. I enjoyed you. I know you do. 210 we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Verde Road on 930 AM. The answer. Remodeling is not an overnight decision. You want someone you can trust, not a company that's only trying to sell you products. You want expertise. My friends in San Antonio, this is Dennis Prager. Mike and Molly Sowry with Virtuoso Builders can help. They've remodeled hundreds of homes, and every Virtuoso Builders project is 100% unique. They love remodeling, and you'll love working with them when you call 210-525-8750. That's 210-525-8750 for Virtuoso Builders, or go to virtuosobuilders.com. Bodie Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord. The first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Get your copy now of best-selling authors Bodie Taney and Ray Bentley's incredible new adventure book, On the Mountain of the Lord, available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family 
family that this ring has mother's diamond, grandpa's ruby, but it was made for me. Mark Sadowski Jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you. And the best part is you contribute the ideas that will make it yours. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition since 1933. That's 85 years. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From saluting our military to what you plant in your garden, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Texas on 938 AM. The answer, Christmas music from Barry back at the station helping us with that. And uh, we'll mention that Millburgers is closed on the 24th at noon. Yes. And doesn't open again until the uh, 26th, so that Wednesday, right? Wednesday morning. Yeah. Day. So uh, the folks here are going to be wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Uh, there, so there's still time, actually, and you could... I guess they could mail the gift cards if they wanted to. I'm just not sure they'll get there in time. Yeah, they they, they won't. Yeah, but they could get them back to the factory. You can come today. Again, uh, there are people here. I don't want to give the impression that there's nobody here, but uh, there's... We had uh, a full parking lot this morning for, yeah, for people the, shopping. Oh, that's cool. Good. Good deal. But it's such a pretty day. Come on out to me. There's our guy in shorts. I told you we'd find someone in shorts before the day was over. He's in the orange shirt. Is so. that the guy with the ambulance attendants following him? <laughs> no, it's the other guy. Oh. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So uh, we got a question from someone who didn't want to come on the air. They wanted to discuss the best ways to prune a magnolia. Uh, oh Lord! Oh, is that difficult? Well, or yeah. should you? It's not like it? a normal tree. You you actually want those lower branches, yeah, to help shade the root system because it, it already has pro- some problems here. Um, you so. kind of you're holding your breath if you if you got a wonderful tree that's growing well. You're kind of holding your breath. And you don't want to do anything different than yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, don't ma- don't mess with it. But so on traditional trees, you are trimming off lower branches. That's one that I would avoid doing that to. Yeah, it's hard. If, if we'll, we'll, without knowing why they want to do it, is it that because the lower branches are keeping, maybe it's come into a walkway or something, or maybe it's just gotten too tall. A lot of times so it's, it's because they can't mow, but yeah, I that's usually that. the, the, the shading is so thick you don't get anything growing under there. Yeah. Either. And keep in mind, it's not going to regenerate another branch. 
Oh, that's right. It doesn't re-sprout when you make the cut. So like other trees do. Huh, that's interesting. So now will it can so will it continue to grow tall if you cut yeah. the top off? Oh, whoa, no. no. Never, never cut the top off. Never cut the top off. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, that's, no. I didn't know. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like a crepe myrtle. It was just no. too tall. It was no. Okay, that's, that's one piece of advice. Never cut the top off. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. Is there, are there other nevers in this uh, scenario? Uh, I'm sure you'll come up with some more even in this show. Uh, you think so? <laughs> Just, uh, just be careful when you when you print a magnolia. So you don't recommend necessarily unless you have to. All right. Is yeah, it, but Jerry brought up, a, or, or you did, Milton, with about that path. Yeah. That might be a, uh, but, yeah, I guess the rule of thumb would be hesitate to cut anything off of a successfully growing magnolia. Absolutely. All right, so if you just had to do it, is now a good time <laughs> to do it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. As compared to the heat of the summer when it's under a lot of stress or something? Well. Or it doesn't matter. Any time. It, it, its main growth spurt is in the spring. All right. And that's when it blooms mostly. Okay. In the spring. So that means cutting it in the spring is bad? Well, that's okay. Are you, but don't you? Okay. I mean, you want to cut it. Yeah. If you're thinking you have to, like, like it's not like a shrub where you cut it in the in February, and because it'll fill in when it puts out the new growth, mm-hmm. and you don't have to look at the cut surfaces very long if you do it in February, March. But uh, magnolia doesn't do that, right? So what what you cut out. It's going to stay there. Stay mm. gone. So if you do cut, cut as little as possible to achieve your goal? Yeah. What about cutting the top? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd do it again. Yeah. Just making sure. Uh, <laughs> now, to change the subject, one thing you can be cutting now, now gardeners are harvesting cauliflower now. Yeah. Now, of course, broccoli, they've been higher harvesting all along. Rutabagas. Oh, my goodness. No, Lord. Is it charred? Yeah. Uh, Some of the celery is ready. Yeah. And the, uh, oh, shoot, what's the related to cabbage, the one with the leaf, the leaf Jerry's favorite? Uh, Chinese leaf. cabbage? Oh, that that one could be ready, too. Oh. I don't have any, but. Uh, celery? No. Um, so one, the one we eat in the south all the time, the green uh, Mustard green? Uh, collard. Collards, collards. Collards, collards. Are looking good. Yeah. Hey, Harvest. Manny just called, so let's uh, see if we can get him on and answer his question before we get caught up with the news at 210-308-8867. Hey, Manny, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Uh, hi, how are you doing, gentlemen? Good. Uh, I, just a quick question. I have a plants kind of like on the side of my house that uh, they have a lot of, you know, the red berries just going wild right they look really beautiful and everything like i'm saying red berries bright red that look like grapes i don't know what the name of the plant is is my problem and, and i a was thorn excuse me and does it have thorns oh it does not hmm. just berry 
little green so, leaves. So uh, holly or Nandina? Or a, uh, yeah, a Yopon holly. Any, any of the little leaves, yeah. About how tall is it? Uh, six, seven feet, six feet at least. Well, I guess it could and be either one of them. Well, what I did you did you say? Little leaves. You said little leaves, so that yeah, be... that's probably the standard yopon. Okay, and it's probably twenty plus years old too. I mean, you know, the few of them. Oh. Yeah. Twenty plus. Years. Are the leaves green, or the leaves got some reddish to them? Green. Okay, so then hmm. standard yopon's probably the answer. Well, the, but the only but contradiction is as. 20-year plant, and it's only six or seven feet tall. And that that sounds like an andina, but... It could be eight feet tall, you know. No, are, are you trimming it at that, or is it stopped there? We continually trim it. Oh, okay. Well, oh, okay. trim them... Yeah, otherwise the thing would go wild. It covered the whole house. I mean, the side of the house. And it's, it's really... a little teeny berries? Well, about, uh, I guess... The diameter of a uh, less than a dime. So I'm gonna I'm gonna solve this right now. Send, take a picture and email it to nursery at milbergersa.com, and okay, we'll get back with you with a yeah. good answer. I will mail it, and you will get it next week. Cool. Okay, okay. we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, because I just want to know. Anyway, that's fine. Thank you, sir. Now, there, I, there's an article in the Express News today about uh, berries in the landscape. Paracantha. Yeah, it talks about paracantha and talks about yopons and but they would nandinas. Nandinas. Uh, those, it's one, one of those three. Well, okay. well, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be paracantha. You'd know that. Hey, let's do this, too. What, okay, so he can. So you're going to email that to us, right? Yeah, and you'll get it uh, next week. Okay, so what else should he look for online? So should he look for pictures of the... Uh, you can Google either one of those. Yeah, Google the... Uh, y'all think it's either Nandina or, at this point, or the standard Yopon, right? That's well, the best educated guess. Yeah, okay, so yeah. Google those two and see what you come up with and see if they look alike. Better the problem with the... The only problem with the Yopon is the berries are not... They're not that big. Large. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Well, I'm sorry we didn't get to help you, but we'll, we'll help you next week. How's that sound? He's Thanks, Manny. All right, Manny's going to go email it. He's got to email it to us. All right, we'll take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. It's 210-308 8867. And if you're outside of San Antonio, you call us toll free at 866 308 8867. 
and uh, you can be a part of the show. Got some good questions today. Um, I'm, I'm interested in the uh, the Magnolia guy. Uh, that's one of those ones where we're happy to help you, but it might have been better if we could have uh, actually asked you why or what you were trying to accomplish. So, uh, so if you want to talk any more about that, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. All right, what else we got going on? Did you want to talk about poinsettia care? Do what? Poinsettia care. Weren't we going to talk about that? <laughs> I was just telling everybody that was right up in, uh, on plantanswer.com in the, in for, in the uh, topics of the month. Okay. And then the write-up, there'll be a write-up in the Express News next Saturday. Yeah. And that'll include uh, poinsettia. Poinsettia. I started to said that wrong for 45 years. but What, what do you say? Well, I say poinsettia. Poinsettia, and then some people say poinsettia. Yeah. And which is the correct way? Well, I think poinsettia is just the correct way, but I don't. It depends on which language you're uh, taking the word from. But then we go through this debate. Uh, but anyway, bo- both of them work. Yeah. We recognize it. But we, anyway, we, we get that on a couple different plants. There's yeah. uh, what's the other one that that we go back and forth with? Oh. Uh, it's in like the I hanging basket. Yeah, so we'll see I how you pronounce it. It's got all different colors, you know. No. Bougainvillea. Okay, so you say it. Bougainvillea. And other people will say. Bougainvillea. I don't know. No, no, they, they say bougainvillea, or they'll oh. do, they'll do the yeah. uh, the double oh, L's yeah, the Y. Yeah, I guess that. And that's not wrong either. Well, that's okay. Probably, that's probably that's another one of those that may be technically. Right, but it depends on the, the you know what you're counting as the origin of the word. Uh, now you got me off. What was that? No, oh, sorry. next next Saturday's article will write about uh, uh, poinsettia care and phalaenopsis care and one other one I can't think of. I can't remember right now. Jerry, what would fit with that? Phalaenopsis what? Phalaenopsis care. Care. Oh, care, care. Oh, I know. Cyclamen, uh, oh. ma- maximizing the va- the value you get from cyclamen. Good. The, re- the reason we got, you know, a lot of us received uh, gifts of those three plants uh, for the holidays. But then the other thing is that uh, there'll be a lot of great, there are good sales on them right now, but there, there'll be lots of good opportunities Starting after Christmas too. So, oh yeah. So uh, you really want some nice, long-lived decorations for the house. Uh, those those three plants will really fit the bill. Yeah. Hey, let's go to the phone lines right now at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We've. Uh, um, I is the name Strunk um, on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Is that right? Did I get that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, can good. you hear me? We can. Thank you. What's going on? A native poinsettia, the Mexican poinsettia. Uh, where would one go to find that? You mean you mean the one, the original? I mean, you're talking yeah. about poinsettias from from Mexico? Mexico? Yes, yes, sir. And they're they're wow. here in. Sir, you're talking about the wild one, right? Yeah. Well, yes, wild. Uh, 
It's in the ground, poinsettia. Yeah, you're not talking uh, about the, the one with the little blooms, are you? No. I mean, little brass. Looks, it looks identical to the greenhouse grown. Okay. Uh, it is, but it grows in the ground, multi trunk. Uh, it gets big, it has same leaves, same flowers. I am. Those are, some of those are the same as their, I mean, yeah. even, even even some of those those uh, individual plants in Mexico were originally a holiday decoration. Right. So they're not, yeah. they're not, not a huge, I, I no, think, nobody sells the, the native, the native poinsettia of Mexico. Yeah. And the, the uh, native is really pretty distinctively different, isn't it, in terms of the spe- colors? Smaller blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, so. uh, but tall. I will tell you, there, I, uh, there was one in my hometown of Oakland. When I was growing up, it was huge, but, of course, the frost would knock it back. But it would come back every year, and it would bloom. It was spectacular, big plant. Hmm. I had been there a long time. Anyway, I'm just curious as to... Anybody might know where a fellow would go to find one of those to put in the ground. I don't think you're going to have much luck finding <laughs> those in a nursery. Not, not not even South Texas grower. Nick, y'all have never heard, never come across. No, but they, why would they do it? Because the most people uh, plant yeah, well, outside they, plant they, the... Well, Louisiana, Louisiana, any of those warmer climes can grow them. They will grow. In my little area, they will frost back, but they're spectacular before that happens. Yeah, well, even here they are. Yeah, you yeah. can grow them out in our yards outside, but then if so we get You're talking out. about the, the greenhouse grown, correct? Yeah, but so are those that you're talking about in Mexico. Yeah. Those are the same. They most of those originated the greenhouse because they they've been planted in parks and uh, next to buildings and everything because they're they've got a longer bloom season and they're bigger showier than the yeah. uh, natives are so i i think i think the origin is the same now of course some of them originated 50 years ago and are still growing oh yeah in parks and things but uh but they, they are the, they are the uh, plants that that uh, are used in the, the nursery trade. I know, I know, Westlaco down in in the valley. Uh, when I first came here, they had a whole hedge of them, and I mean it was a tall hedge, maybe five or six feet tall, yeah, and and trimmed. I mean it was cut just like a hedge. Huh. And it was poinsettias. Yeah. yeah. Well, this this plant that I remember growing up was seven to eight foot tall. It had yeah. the big flower at the top. Yeah, and I've but, I've seen them twenty five feet tall. Hmm. Really. Twenty feet tall. Twenty hmm. feet tall. Twenty feet tall. Out in oh. in some parks in Mexico, yeah. In Mexico. Yeah. But uh, you, yeah, yeah, you could. You can you can quite often find one of the old specimens, uh, 
some people preserve them for a, a long time. Right. If you, you know, but those are those are uh, basically say nursery stock. That's just a older version of it. Yeah. Well, they've, they've bred these up, these up that uh, they don't last normally, and I've tried that, putting them in the ground, the nursery-grown ones, and, uh, oh, yeah, they much luck. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of people that have a, had a lot of luck. There's some, okay. you know, those, those well, in Mexico I think my you'll thumb, find. My thumb may not be green enough. <laughs> Uh, you know, go to if you got the time, go to plananswers.com. Uh, Jerry and I both were wrote articles ten, oh, eight, nine years ago that about uh, growing them, what what to do with them after after the you finish right. with them in the house. Right. Yeah, and you, you can get some pretty elaborate planting schemes to preserve them, and some okay. people have been very successful. Uh, maybe Say some that, of our listeners will live here too. Yeah, plant, plant what? What was plant answers? Plantanswers.com. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate your help, gentlemen. Keep up the good work. Yeah, Let us it. know if you find out it. anything different. Yeah, do a, <laughs> yes, do a search for Poinsettia on the, on the first search engine. Right. And then, uh, and then see, it, it'll bring up all the information on poinsettias, and then you can open them and see if it gives you any help. I appreciate your help. Thank you. Well, thank you, you for calling. Yeah. Good luck. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. John is on the line. Hey, John, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just fine. Y'all enjoying this beautiful afternoon? Oh, oh I tell wonderful. you, it's wonderful. Yep, it's beautiful out here. What's going on? Well, I just I just wanted to give you a report on my uh, orange frost tangerine trees that I bought. Oh, I bought three of them, I guess, about six years ago at Wonderland Mall when they first came out. There were a few that were offered for sale there. I right. live kind of in the north central part of San Antonio, and put the three of them in the ground and they've really done wonderfully well this year they really bore heavily i've gotten tangerines off of them just about every year but this year especially i was worried a little bit about the cold weather we had earlier but uh they they all were loaded and and probably off those three trees i bet each tree had over 100 fruit on it and we've been enjoying them and giving them away and uh, you know they just uh, performed really well for the for, for this well, part of I'm, San Antonio, I'm glad they did so well for you. Did they? Did you notice any difference in taste? Jerry, Jerry was brought some examples of both different ones, and we were trying to orange see, frost and Arctic frost. Yeah, see if we. T- well, t- the only t- ones I have are the orange frost that are. Oh, I guess okay. the ones that originally came out for, that I got at Wonderland. Right. I think all three right. of these are orange frost. Yeah. You know? Right. And I notice they get a lot sweeter after a little cool weather. You know, after they the weather do. turns cool. Mm-hmm. They yeah. Do. Have you picked them all yet? I haven't picked them all. I still have uh, quite a few of them out back. You know, you can only eat so many at a time, but I've given them <laughs> to the neighbors, and we had a get-together the other day and gave them to the folks who came over. You know, they're kind of the gift that keeps on giving right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the people love them, too. Well, I found that, uh, you know, a couple of things. We have lots of squirrels in the neighborhood, and I guess squirrels don't have a taste for citrus because the squirrels and birds have left them alone. and. 
I spray them a couple of times a year with uh, just uh, that light horticultural oil and fertilize yeah. them pretty heavily mm-hmm. with uh, Osmocote and the regular lawn fertilizer. And other than that, you know, other than keeping them watered, that's about it. They've been very problem-free. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so for what it's worth, I just passed along that I think for San Antonio that that's a pretty good selection and has been very cold tolerant for me. I I've never covered them since they since I put them in the ground. They've never been covered and uh, they've done fine. Yeah, wow. Mister Mister Moy would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, just uh, just some good news for the holiday season, and I hope y'all Thank have you, a sir. good afternoon. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the report. You bet. Sure. They're a good Christmas gift. Yeah, yeah there, it really would be. Yeah, they got enough uniqueness too. I, that that makes them a especially good Christmas gift. Yeah. Now, where would where would people find them other than San Antonio, Jerry? Like Arctic Frost and Orange Frost, would they find them in Houston and or just just in our market? Most of them are in our market. South Texas, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Hey, uh, you mentioned uh, how nice a day it was today. It's a great day to head out on that deck or that patio of yours and enjoy uh, this beautiful weather looking out over the yard that uh, you've done uh, so much to make look gorgeous. And if that deck isn't looking the way you want it to, if it's gray or black or just, just looks dull, Ew. exactly, and that's what you go out when you you look at it and you go, oh, we got land in the hammock out there looking yeah. at the deck. Yep, you, you're saying to yourself, man, we got to do something yeah. about this. You know, just not the way it looked. I guess it can't look new again, but it can look new again. And Barry Hagendorf from Deck and Patio Care can help you with that. Uh, Barry's been doing this, gosh, uh, for the longest time and uh, is one of the experts in San Antonio at deck care and restoration. So give him a call and uh, have it look great so you can enjoy it uh, ASAP or make sure you're enjoying it when the spring hits here in San Antonio. Although the weather's nice now, maybe Barry can come by that first week of January and get it looking nice because you know we're going to get days like this even during the winter. So go to deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com, so you can learn about Barry, see before and after pictures, uh, learn what he can do, and you'll find his number, 210-822-9147. So don't put it off any longer. Uh, Give him a call and take care of it. Deck and Patio Care at deckandpatiocare.com, 210-822-9147. We're going to take a quick break, and while we do, I encourage you to give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. community takes each one of us and project one can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that listen this weekend to project one for the way san antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community this is jan johnson join me this week as we highlight impact truth with roy juarez this saturday night at nine sponsored by documentation and sacls one person one hour one life changed project one 
The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. One of the few things I learned in physics was that nature abhors a vacuum. That's why I'm concerned about President Trump's unilateral decision to pull all 2,200 U.S. forces out of Syria. He says we've defeated ISIS and declared victory. The problem is ISIS and other terrorist outfits will regroup, and you can bet Iran and Russia will take advantage of the vacuum. Turkey wants to eliminate the Kurds, who we trained, and genocide could result with no U.S. forces to protect them. George W. Bush declared victory over Iraq, and that didn't turn out well. President Obama unilaterally ordered U.S. forces out of Iraq, and chaos resulted. Yes, I think we're overextended in the world, but what we don't understand is that this is a religious war. If you pay attention to the sermons of mullahs in the region and read and watch their media, they see all those outside their faith and some inside as infidels whom their God wants destroyed. That's the kind of enemy we're facing, different from any we have ever fought. The war won't be over for a very long time, if ever. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., The Answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. On a pretty day like this, it's going to be fun to visit with uh, Bill Svelin over at Wild Birds Unlimited on Hebner and Northwest Military. Uh, they're going and, and still uh, doing some great stuff today and still got lots of good gift ideas. Uh, so we'll get Bill on the line now. Hi there, Bill. How you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you all today? It's a pretty day, isn't it? It's a gorgeous day. What makes it prettier are the goldfinches. They're all here, and they're eating niger and thistle out of our feeders. So that makes it a pretty day. That is cool. Uh, well, you, you got both American goldfinches and lessers there? We got both Americans and lessers reported in all over the city. Huh. We had a we had a call earlier, Bill, about... Uh, uh, Gardener, that uh, hummingbirds were uh, at least one was on her uh, at her feeder still, yeah, but she okay. she wasn't able to determine whether it was uh, Rufus, but I suspect it was a one. Probably we, we suspect that hummingbird feeders on her feeders now probably are visiting from Alaska and find this is a very nice place to stay. And why fly another eight hundred miles? Yeah. Yeah, Most you can get a, you know cut rate housing and yeah, yeah, they're tough enough to drive everything off. So they, it's, yeah, they've got <laughs> it made in the shade. Yeah, they, All right, if, so. if we see them, we feed them. That's that's what we do. Are people buying uh, hummingbird feeders too for Christmas presents? They always buy nice hummingbird feeders for Christmas, and we know. And I remind them that you know it's going to be next summer, but that's before we turn around almost. That the hummingbirds will be back. And so, uh, no, it's, it's still a good Christmas item. And, of course, our hummingbird feeders have lifetime warranties on them. And uh, so we're selling a lot of those. We're selling oh. squirrel-proof feeders, which 
still is, is dear to people's heart. Chimes, bird bath, Christmas decorations are all 40% off. And any one item they come in the store and get, and the most expensive item is 20% off. So uh, Martin houses, they can save a lot of money on. Mm, yeah. And we're going to have... do this now through Christmas. So, Bill, so you, you have access. One, one of your staff doesn't is a contractor, isn't he, that, that will actually help people put their Martin houses oh, yes. up, too. Okay, he he does, he's the guy that does it at the... At the uh, um, he, he does botanical gardens. Botanical gardens. And, oh, okay. and so anybody gets a hummingbird house, uh, not a hummingbird house, Martin I'm house. Sorry, Purple Martin house, uh, they can ask John and he'll go out and tell them where to put it and he'll put it in the ground for them and set it up. So it's a nice wow. service. Yeah, with great success. He's, he just... Is, uh, and then uh, I, I guess I'm preempting here, but I was just thinking of That's all okay. those classes that uh, Bill offers through the through the season, well, you know, including martins and martins butterflies and everything. We try to educate and help people out, and uh, and we do that every day when they come in the store, and and then we have sessions where we do it with a small group. But we're doing that on a daily basis. Anytime somebody comes in, we'll give them best advice from a lot of years of experience. Mm-hmm. So, so we can save them a lot of trouble and uh, get them in the right feeder and the right seed to start with. And that puts them off to a good start. Talking so, to Bill Spielman at Wild Birds Unlimited on Hebner and Northwest Military. Of course, they're open today till 6, right? We're open today till 6. We'll be open tomorrow till 4 o'clock. All right. And Christmas Eve, for those last, those procrastinators? We get a lot of starry-eyed young men in, uh, <laughs> assuming we know what kind of feeders their mother has in the yard, and sometimes we do. Okay. So we're, we're happy to take care of everybody. So what are your hours on Christmas Eve? Uh, we're open 10 till 4. Oh, okay. Good. You know, and if you're really strange and you have this affection for squirrels, <laughs> uh, Bill has uh, Bill and his team over there uh, got all kinds of uh, ways to uh, track and meet the squirrels' needs. Plus, they also have the uh, ways to uh, make sure that the squirrels don't dominate the feeders too, or, or take over. Some of those you've got those steel weight sensitive feeders so that the squirrels can't take over, right, Bill? Oh, yes, and those are the most popular feeders right now, and uh, they really do work, and they have a great warranty on them, so they, they just can't go wrong with one of those, and uh, so no matter what the problem is, we can solve it for them. And yeah, so that's the key. Many ways uh, Bill, to do that. Bill and the gang and, are over there at Wild Birds Unlimited are problem solvers, so they'll help you to uh, either get squirrels or to keep them out of your feeders, too. Do you get reports, Bill? Um, I know you get reports on birds, but it seems like I'm seeing a lot more squirrels than normal. Did we have a good squirrel year, or am I just... uh, The only reason, I I tell you, in my house, I'm not seeing any squirrels. Oh, you want some? Because... All these acorns, there's so much food out there for them. I don't know why they'd come into their feeders right now. 
Oh, okay. But, uh, but there's a lot of natural product out there for squirrels. My dog even goes out and eats acorns off the trees. Uh, I'm sure that's <laughs> not good for him. But, uh, so, so there's a lot of food out there. And, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing a couple squirrels because uh, it uh, let us know that uh, the, the birds aren't far behind. Well, oh, Mil- okay. Milton just made an offer to you. He said he'd package up a few squirrels. You're going to bring us oh, yeah? all. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and then stop stop by my neighborhood and get him a few deer, too. Oh, okay. Well, do, you sell, you know, do you sell that corn uh, for squirrels that you hang up by the shucks and they yeah. jump or have a rubber band? Or well, we got them in. We've got all kinds of corn feeders for squirrels, so... Once you keep them out of your feeders and they look at you through your window and you feel sorry for them, then we have squirrel feeders. Okay. And that's what usually happens. And uh, and feeding the squirrel is like paying the bank robbers not to rob the bank. We say. No. And, yeah. I well, can you that. can't. You got to be a little careful with Jerry because, uh, you know, if you go to plantanswers.com, the we have the, recipes. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's recipes for squirrels everywhere. His desire to have squirrels in the yard may not be this other person's <laughs> desire. Yeah, so yeah, we we, we yeah, got to be careful with that because we tend to date ourselves. Uh, no, when, when we used to. Uh, never mind. We won't talk about that. No, we won't talk about okay. that. The, cool. Uh, well, now, if if somebody just happens to be running late tomorrow, starting about three o'clock, for some reason, people always bring us in a little eggnog, so we do have a little. No. Eggnog. All right. Eggnog. So, wow, that sounds good. Uh, I haven't had eggnog it, it, in a long time. It, it gets you ready, okay? Very nice. And we, we'd Is love this... to see y'all. Cool. All right. Well, they're at Hebner and Northwest Military, uh, right down the street, right down the mall from uh, Planet Fitness. That's the main thing there that you'll probably see when you get there. But and what kind of rum is in your eggnog? Oh, that's all Calvin. Uh. <laughs> We can't go into that, Jerry. But yes. let me tell you this: you would you would like it. Oh, good. Oh, okay. You'll have to uh, well, go uh, to find out now, Calvin. Well, you, you know that for sure because I'm not too fussy. So Calvin okay. will be after the show. Calvin will be coming by. All right. You all take care. You take care too. Have a nice that's, Christmas. Okay. Thanks. You Thank, too, you, Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. All right, that's Wild Birds Unlimited, and it's right there at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. And open today till 6, tomorrow from 10 to, I think, noon to 4. four. Yeah. And then uh, still on Christmas Eve, too, you can uh, till 4 as well. And as I mentioned, they know their stuff, and they'll help you get a great gift, or they'll help you enjoy what you got even more at Wild and Birds Unlimited. certificates are appropriate there, too. And there's nothing better for a shut-in person or... Somebody that then uh, stewed squirrel. Well, that too. Oh, but uh, then a bird feeder outside the window where they can watch it. Well, I'll tell you what. If um, it's like it was when I was there a while back um, with the finch feeders, mm-hmm. you'll instantly see why you're absolutely right. You mean the finches hanging upside oh, down? Oh, they're and they're all over it, and they're just it's just mesmerizing. You're just watching them <laughs> fly around, and they're. I swear, when I visited him last, uh, I think last year about this time, there may have been 15 to 20 just all over. They had two or three. so uh, Feeders. Yeah. 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 It's amazing how close those uh, feeders. Yeah. Not the, the uh, 
the the ones you hang up the they hang upside down. The finches? Yeah, yeah the finches. Okay. It's amazing how close to a window you can put those things. Oh yeah, once they get used to it there. Yeah. yeah. And then they get impatient with you, you know, it's just kinda like <laughs> you're getting filling the feeder and they're they're uh, they're out there uh, on the displays, kind of hanging out, you know. Yeah, Tap, well. Tapping their beaks, yeah. sir. Their little. Is it, can, can't on. you get more help and get this uh, keep this stuff going? Chop, chop. We're hungry out here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Uh, what you got going on? Uh, have we talked about mistletoe? Did you put anything in your articles about mistletoe? I did put in my this article today has got a big. Uh, oh, the got la- something. The last portion is on mistletoe. Yeah, because mistletoe is such an interesting. It's, it's of course appropriate berry for the season, um, because it, you know it's got all that history of involvement with the holidays and New Year's Eve and uh, Christmas. Yeah. Then the other thing is that the. Uh, it's kind of an interesting story because it's uh, toxic. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's some toxicity towards humans, dogs, and cats, but the, the, the birds, birds love it, them. and the uh, even deer deer eat it and without huh. with hesitation. You know, I, I I did a little research because you 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 think of it as being that's kind of a contradiction. You know, how can one mammal uh, handle it and like it, and the other one will get sick from it. But uh, you've seen deer eat mistletoe. That's what the literature says that they huh. uh, the deer eat, eat mistletoe. Yeah, the berries. Yeah, yeah. I know. I didn't. They don't seem. I know they'll they'll explore ball moss, but I don't don't they don't seem much interested in the the leaves of the mistletoe. At least in my neighborhood, you know, when all that big wind came, a bunch yeah. of it came down. Yeah. So, yeah, that's an interesting story. That uh, that'd be fun, kind of to pursue further to see. Yeah, uh, but this is the time of the year if you want to prune it out. You know, it is a parasite. Did you mention that? I did. <laughs> uh, it is a parasite, and so a lot of people think think they need to get it out of the tree. I'm I'm one that uh, believes that it makes the tree look better, especially especially uh, uh, mesquite. Yeah, and this is the same guy that shot mistletoe oh, off the yeah. trees on the t- <laughs> TV. He's really modified his stance. Is this the well, same Jerry that I we don't know what's happened to him? <laughs> but. Uh, but if you want to, if you want to get it off the tree, now's the time to do it. Uh, and you get the, it, while the clumps are still young and small. And whenever you can, clip the supporting twigs off entirely. In other words, they've got a structure that goes goes uh, into the. How story? Listen to them. Maybe something. <laughs> That goes into the branch, de- directly into the branch. So you have to clip it, uh, clip the whole branch off to get rid of the. And you gotta, get rid of the clump. Sometimes you uh, you modify that stance because if you clipped all those, and a lot of those mesquites, if you 
clip everyone yeah. that had um, mistletoe, you'd have no branches left. If it's growing on larger branches, keep it nipped flush with the branch. I got. I, I don't know if that'll kill it or not, but maybe it'll some slow some it of it down. may, but yeah, re sprouts usually. But uh, I, I say over and over, and maybe I, I I stand to be corrected, but I've never seen mistletoe kill a tree. And I think I think the uh, more reasonable folks, uh, pathologists, don't talk about a. Uh, Probably a stress factor. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a parasite, and it's intercepting some of the nutrients. But, yeah, it's, I don't think, I think it's very hard to, to uh, credit any. Yeah. Mistletoe to kill in a tree. But yeah. I've, seen, I've seen some mesquite that's really loaded with mistletoe. Now, we know. And it's pretty because it's green in the winter. Yeah. Well, we know. We, you don't, uh, you know, we talk about ball moss not being a parasite, and you'll, you'll see it growing on wire, but you won't see mistletoe growing on wire. Hmm. Yeah. That's true. Utility lines. It needs a, needs to be able to penetrate a, a tree. And that's one of the things that, uh, I guess, why it evolved to be uh, attractive to birds because if you want to get your seed redeposited on horizontal branches, yeah, you need the, bo- the birds pooping on those branches with the mistletoe seed in there. Yeah, and that's what they do. That'll work. Uh, also, uh, somebody called in. I was listening to David Rodriguez's show, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody called in and talking about removing the stubble. Uh, from uh, perennial gardens, and he was talking about firebush and uh, esperanza and uh, what was the other one? Oh, the bur- Mexican bird of paradise, Prada Barbados. And he said he, he went out to cut it. And some of it is still white. Some of it's still green. Now the stems are still green. I saw that on point. Poinciana is in, you know, it's kind of. Yeah. Boy, that's unusual because that, that's one of the most sensitive. sensitive to, yeah. So, and I'm seeing more and more uh, the citrus lost its leaves, but not necessarily the stems didn't freeze. So, that's another good reason just to kind of be conservative in your cutting. Yeah. Wait, make sure that that we know where the live wood is and the dead wood. And then, of course, we might have more freezes, too. This no. is the first day of winter. Yeah, uh-huh. I know. Milton has declared this is the first it's day of winter. Do you think we're going to have more freezes, Milton? I don't know. San Antonio <laughs> weather can get a little strange sometimes. Yeah. What month is it? Is it uh, March already? No, uh, it's, yeah, it feels like it. It's still wonderful. December, man. Hey, let's take a quick break while we do. You give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210 8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, look at him. He 
He's making a list and he's checking it twice. He's gonna know who's been naughty or nice. Santa Claus. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award seven years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790. That's 210-698-9790. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? (laughs) It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, You should wait 30 minutes. Mm, Okay, don't tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun to ride and sing in a one-horse open sleigh. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one 
Welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, we're at Millburgers where it's a beautiful day today. Oh, yeah. The breeze has actually warmed up just a bit. I wonder what the temperature is. It's supposed to get cooler tomorrow. Oh, is it? Okay, what is, what is the Christmas forecast? Do you know? It possibly a 20% chance of rain. All right. No, 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 but no. mainly wind, mainly Wednesday, the day after. Oh, the twenty sixth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Boxing Day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Two one zero three zero eight. Is that the boxing? So you can send your stuff back. The presents you didn't like, or is that the the, the boxing like this? <laughs> Maybe is both. That, is that an English holiday? I, I think. I think what it's morphed into is that uh, when you go to return those items on the twenty sixth, <laughs> temperatures flare so much that it's become Boxing Day. Uh, <laughs> The uh, I don't, and I'll have to. We'll have to do some research on the original. Uh, I can idea, tell you, yeah, but I think uh-oh. I can tell you, because I am Very Canadian. You know, I, Calvin's close <laughs> to being Canadian, but he's like a few hundred miles off. Anyways, right. Boxing Day. It originated in England um, back yes. in the days of the you know Queen Victoria and all that. What they did is the um, royal family. On the day after Christmas, to help boost morale for their um, servants, they switched places with them for one day. That went into not only for the royal family, but as they went along into the British military. So the um, the officers would switch places with the enlisted men for one day, the day after Christmas, to boost morale because they were fighting in the war. So that's Boxing Day. And yes, it has turned into Canada's version of uh, Black Friday. Okay, but but I've I heard a different thing, and you're not mentioning why there's a box reference. Um, I that's what they call. I don't know why. I don't know why there's a box reference that they. I had I had heard that on that day that yeah that you would give gifts to those who are needy, uh, and of of boxes of stuff of you know so you would put things in it and then like food, a, like a donation thing, yeah, yeah type thing clothes all right we'll have to do some research Barry. all right but uh, but thank you cool yeah it's it's english in origin and has nothing to do apparently with uh, hitting each other uh, <laughs> which you know is kind of disappointing, well I, 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 unless you're at a hockey game then it's a totally different thing then yeah, yeah there you go cool. well thank you sir um all right 210-308-8867 what did curtis bring us that was nice. Mullen oh. and then a yellow rain lily. Very cool. What do I do with each one? Because you got well, one too. What are you doing with yours? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna find a. You know, all the rain lilies that uh, I've got are uh, those different colors: the, the pink. pink and the white. Yeah, I know. See the white a lot. As soon as yeah. it rains, you see the. They're white. beautiful, uh, and they'll you know once they they start they reseed and everything. So find a find a place where you don't lose track of it, or you don't. Uh, sun or shade. Uh, they don't. They're not too fussy, but I, I think sun, sun works best. Okay. And then the mullen, I think I'd. You might want to put that relatively close. I think sun too on that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, butterflies will like that. Just to, it's a kind of a different plant. And what is a mullen? Should I look? This is a common mullen, he said, and ask Calvin. No, because it's a bi- he said to ask about being a biannual. And what does that mean? Two years. Oh, for it to bloom. It takes two years? It blooms every two years? 
Yeah, and they oh, lived yeah, yeah, oh, my gosh. Two years. Okay. So I guess perennial, like same, is one year. Perennial, no. No, perennial is yeah. every, yeah. Every Annual year. is one. Yeah. Okay. Biannual is two years. Okay. So it'll... Uh, That's weird. So it will withstand the winter, but only for one season? Okay. And you eat it? It's a it's a edible plant. I don't know that that's an edible. Oh, plant. Oh, I thought you said that you. No, I, the only thing I knew about it was uh, butterflies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Curtis has neat stuff, um, and um, <laughs> I'm still enjoying um, the uh, Filipino. No, I can't find oh, the Philippine. Yeah. Uh, Philippine lilies. Violet. Wow. Yeah, because every fall they come back and they'll die with the winter. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're beautiful, really lovely, sweet and dainty, and uh, yeah. they're apparently pretty hardy. They uh, again because they're not getting much care. What's and that? The Philippine violet. Is that right? Philippine violet. Am I saying it right? Okay, Is little it a shrub. Little purple. Uh, well, it doesn't get big enough to be a shrub. Oh, okay. A uh, little purple flower blooms in the fall. You lost your oxblood. Was that I know. Site, I can't find it. It hasn't, didn't come up, so I must have done something wrong because wow. Curtis gave me one of those. And well, may don't don't give up on it already. It may still yeah. May well, come it's up been a couple years. Yeah. yeah, they have a tendency. Okay. We want to mention uh, for people that have never grown cabbage or cabbage, broccoli, and cauliflower. Then once you cut the cauliflower head off, and once you cut the cabbage head off, the plant's pretty well finished. Yeah, you may as well pull it. If you don't, it gets to be just an aphid infestation. Yeah, and uh, those harlequin bugs. Yeah, it's not it's not the same with your broccoli. Though. Right, right. Tell broccoli have side shoot. And even though your bro- broccoli probably got a little wounded. In the freezes, because it had a head on there, and so they were susceptible. It'll it'll have those side shoots, right? So, um, and there, some people like the side shoots better than than those main big central uh, heads too. So they're tasty, they're nutritious. Yeah, and you still got time to plant broccoli. That's right. I don't know about cauliflower though. That's yeah. that's a long season crop. Yeah, I don't think. So. Although, uh, and you can plant cabbage. And I was surprised that I was we harvested cauliflower, and I noticed that all the plants had big heads. So it was very early this year. I don't know if that's a new, new selection or if, uh, just the weather contributed to that. But uh, Brussels sprouts are almost ready to harvest, too, which surprises me a little bit. <laughs> that didn't Sorry about that, Calvin. <laughs> I love the Brussels sprouts, I think, are my favorite of those. They're not going to freeze, that's for sure. Yeah, they're good. All and nutritious. But I, also I did that TV with uh, Adam on KSAT, and uh, in their garden, the uh, cabbage loopers were not mm. controlled. And, uh, there, you know, there were a few plants that were kind of, you could recognize there were still plants, but they were not... <laughs> Produ- capable of producing anything. Could you show, uh, did you find a cabbage looper to show on TV? I didn't this time, no. Okay. Did. did you hear about when I was given that presentation to, to 
audience, and uh, I had uh, cabbage loopers, and I mean, I had uh, broccoli plants, uh-huh. and I was showing the showing the damage. And there's this big, just this great big looper just comes up <laughs> on my finger, you know. It's like, gosh, what a, what a great uh, uh, situation. Display. To, yeah. Huh? But they're, yeah, they, and uh, Jerry keeps reminding us, too, they, every three weeks or so, you got, they'll, they'll kind of find their way back. Because uh, BT, it's good and bad in that it's a short, it's a short, uh, period when it's effective yeah so it kills kills the ones that are working but then the net you know the moths will lay some more eggs right and three weeks or four weeks from now they'll you'll have a whole new crop of uh, loopers and your bt is is the only lasts a week in terms of effect absolutely so you have to have to use it uh probably every two to three weeks and there's folks that this spring we had some folks and and that uh, were trying to use uh, BT that had been open for three or four years, uh-huh. and uh, we didn't know for sure if that was why it wasn't effective, but that 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 is a reasonable expectation. That yeah, it's not I don't, I don't paid. think it lasts that long. Yeah, you might get some impact from it, but uh, it's not very it's not very expensive, so you want to. And the other thing, uh, if you use BT, if you got a sprayer, make sure you you clean out the sprayer. Has a tendency to get clogged. You don't. You want to spray all your BT when you use it, or 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 maybe you could. I wouldn't leave any uh, mix in there any uh, for more than a week. Otherwise, oh yeah. Otherwise, it clogs up the machine. And use a couple of teaspoons of uh, liquid detergent. Yeah, and that makes it more effective in dealing with the spread spreader 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 sticker, I guess. Because if you if you look when you spray it on the broccoli leaf or cauliflower leaf, it just kind of just scoots right off. There. Yeah, and it's, that spreader keeps it gives it a little more opportunity to penetrate and stay on that leaf. And why is that melting? Why does it need to stay on the leaf? Because it has to be ingested. There you go. But what happens when it ingested melts? Um, they get upset. <laughs> I know it the makes answer. their stomach upset. Yes, it's if they get a little stomach upset. Okay. Yeah. They get terminal constipation. There you go. Mm-hmm. He said it. Important. <laughs> One of the important things is they quit consuming almost yes. immediately when they cons- when they get some in there. There'll still be a little more damage, but not much. Also, this is a good time to dig and transplant trees and shrubs that need to be moved. Uh, you know, be beautiful weather like that we had here. Don't rush the job. Take care to hold the root balls together in the process. Take in, in other way. words, when you when you dig out around the your tree that you want to dig, uh, or shrub that you want to move, uh, have a have a hole dug where that's, you where you plan to put it. I think that's one of the best. Don't don't uh, don't dry out the roots yeah. or 
break the root try ball. To, yeah, try to. I've, I've of course I've experienced this too, where you got a hugely heavy plant, and you dig the hole. You think the hole is sufficiently deep, and and then you put that plant in there, and it isn't. Yeah. And getting that plant out without hurting the, the root ball, mm. or just getting it out without hurting yourself because it's a oh so yeah, it's very difficult. Sometimes it's easier just to put a little soil mounded up a bit than it is to try to get it out and redig the hole. Yeah. So be be conservative in your hole digging, and get, uh, dig it uh, deep enough to to cover the whole root ball, but not overly deep and. The key is a easiest is easier to have it a little wider. And the there's a law of diminishing returns on these trees and shrubs. If they're big, uh, la- big large shrubs, uh, you have to dig such a large root ball and heavy root ball. Those things are heavy. Uh, I think it's just better to start over with a. But Small shrub or tree. Yeah, well, and that diminishing returns is is a true statement because the bigger it is, the harder it is to be successful in that transplant. Exactly. exactly. Remember, remember when we were always for years we were t- talking about transplanting Texas mountain laurels. Oh yeah. And man, if you were, if it was made, a root system that was bigger than a five-gallon container, you're in the universe. You're there out there in the 80 and 90 percent lack of success. It wasn't. Oh yeah. You just weren't going to be able to transfer. They would actually dig them, dig them with a great big root ball and send them out. And 50 percent of them, at least 50 percent of them, would die. I mean, they expected that. Mm -hmm. The best of the jury diggers. And then. uh, then they would plant them, and usually another 15, 20 percent of them would die uh, after they'd been transplanted. But now they're growing them from seed in containers. And fertilizing, getting a little more of a growth rate. Oh, yeah. So, so you, can, you, you can buy them in five-gallon containers now. Nice size, easy to transplant, and uh, reasonable growth rate. Yeah. So uh, don't don't think you're going to save some money by moving a big tree or shrub. Of course, maybe you like exercise. Um, <laughs> no. And, <laughs> and, and you may be li- like in a hospital room after you throw mm-hmm. your back out Nothing trying to move Nothing worse than a sore back. Yeah. Um, a lot of times we don't t- think about uh, fertilizing our cool season annuals like pansies and uh, you see, you said you fertilize your cyclamens too, right? I do. Yeah. I, now, I, if they're in the if, if they're in the soil, I use uh, just a water soluble fertilizer. No, that that would work. That that probably work very well. I just use uh, I've used uh, Slowry's lawn fertilizer. I use oh, winterizer, okay. but I think it might work better. To use your soluble, especially for cyclamen, the soluble. Sol- yeah, soluble. yeah, probably would. And Osmocote works really well in a container for it. Oh, yeah. And so would the soluble fertilizer. 
because they don't have a they don't have a real wide-ranging root system in it. You notice that they uh, they use a much heavier potting mix for cyclamen than they do for other other plants. That's part of the price is uh, they requires them to have that heavy soil. Some people recommend uh, use the fertilizer, cool season annuals with water soluble, high nitrogen plant food each time you water them. Is that the fertilizer <laughs> companies? <laughs> it certainly didn't. That wouldn't hurt anything. No, but it'd be. If you did it, did it at least once a month, that would even be good. Do your soil prep at the beginning with slow-release lawn fertilizer or osmocote, and then do a soluble fertilizer once a month. Right. We're going to say goodbye for today, but we're back tomorrow, so come on out and visit with us here at No Burgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Thanks to Barry for giving us a history lesson and for getting all the calls on the air and all the great Christmas music. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow right here at Mill Burgers. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>